Blog Talk Radio. podcast. It's been a few weeks. I'm glad to be back on with my co-host, Jonathan Moody. We have a special guest here tonight, and uh, her name is Maria Olson. She's an actress and producer, and I've been following her work for a while now, specifically in the horror scene, since that's the scene that I'm in. And uh, for those of you that are listening in, um, I'm pretty sure you've known her from Paranormal Activity 3, uh, Percy Jackson, the Olympians, the Lightning Thief, um, a few other names. Um, you know, I'm sure she'll get into all of that later on. Uh, she has done amazing work. She's an amazing actress. Um, and let's give a hand for Maria Olsen. Hello there. Hello there, and how are you doing this evening? I am doing great. Um, it's been a while since me and Jonathan actually have had a show, so it's so good to have you on. Um, we The last time we had an episode, it was Halloween, I believe. It was the day after Halloween. And, uh, oh, wow. Um, yeah, we've been, me and Jonathan have just been so busy. So I want to say to the audience listening in, and that will be listening in, um, go ahead and check out our previous episode. We had Berna Roberts on the last episode, the latest episode that we had um, prior. But um, let's just uh, dive in to you, Maria, and tell us, uh, you know, tell the audience, if they don't already know, because this is a new podcast, who you are, what you do, and where are you currently? <laughs> Um, I am Maria Olson. I am an actress currently living in Los Angeles, but I am originally from South Africa. Um, I've been in L.A. for 14 years now, and I've been super lucky because I booked a ton of films and got my name out there, so I'm very happy about that. Um, What am I doing right now? I am sitting in a hotel in Johannesburg in the province of Gauteng in South Africa, because a whole bunch of us, um, the cast and the crew of our new film from Phoenix Productions, Hear No Evil, are in Johannesburg to do pre-production on our film, which begins shooting in January and goes through to February. Um, I've been here since Monday. I think today is Friday. My idea of time zones and days is completely messed up. Um, but I'm having the best time. Um, Included in our cast and crew are um, Andre and Sam Frauenstein, our amazing producers. I cannot tell you how amazing these people are. Um, we have Daryl Root as our director. Now, Daryl is an Oscar-nominated South African director. Um, oh, wow. And I met him, yeah, I met him for the first time yesterday at our table read, and I was just blown away by how wonderful he is, how easy he is to talk to, how funny he is how insightful and intelligent he is. So I am so looking forward to working with him on set. Um, I have a supporting role in this film, and our leading lady is my best friend, Jamie Bernadette, um, with whom I did um, I Spit on Your Grave, Deja Vu. We shot that about three years back. Um, And for some reason, we seem to be cast together in a lot of films lately, so it's 
so wonderful reconnecting with her and having a wonderful time here in Johannesburg preparing for our film. So that's where I am in a nutshell right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's so exciting. Oh, my gosh. I have yet to visit Johannesburg, uh, specifically South Africa in general. Like, I just... I have heard great things about it. A few of my friends have actually done some uh, volunteer work out there to, to go out there and do some volunteer work with the kids and, and help with the kids out there. And it, they always tell me some great stories about the area and, and how all the schools out there, everyone is still willing to learn and they're eager and everyone there is so family-oriented and they help each other out and all these things. And um, it, it's 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 definitely a vibe that I would definitely love to see one day. So jealous that you're out there um, and very excited <laughs> for you um, because you just, you're killing the game. You have so many projects coming out um, or have been out um, that recently came out this year and you're currently working on this year um, and you're just killing it. And I've heard nothing but great things about you. And uh, since yeah. this is, all about acting. Um, let's dive in, and I would love to first start out uh, with uh, what was your first? Um, if you've done theater, what was your first theater role, and uh, and how did you deal with that? And what was your first film role, uh, and how did you deal with that? Like, what what was the process uh, for both? If you did theater as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been on stage since I was six years old. Um, in the beginning, mm-hmm. I did dance shows with my dance school, and I remember I was a horrible, naughty little kid during those dance shows when I was growing <laughs> up. Um, I love I, it. I specifically, <laughs> I remember one time I was standing on uh, on the stage in line with all my friends. We must have been about seven years old. And I realized I was in the wrong place in the line. And I, my brain process went, oh, I can't see those people out there, so they can't see me. So I'll just move to the right place right now. It's all fine. <laughs> Obviously, that was very wrong. <laughs> but that was one of my first memories in theater. <laughs> uh, when I hit high school, I started doing plays. Um, and we used to, um, I went to Clarendon Girls High School in East London, South Africa. We had a great um, reputation for doing shows. We did a musical one year, then a big um, straight play the next year. So I got involved with that. Um, had a wonderful time on stage. And as soon as I graduated, um, I joined um, the Dramatic Society of East London, which was one of the two um, dramatic societies in East London, along with Art Theatre Club. My very first show with them was Fiddler on the Roof, um, which is a huge musical. And I was lucky enough to be cast as one of Tevye's daughters, um, Chava, the one with the like incredibly um, heavy emotional journey within the show, which is yeah. turned out to be a foreshadowing of what I do daily these days, which is yeah. always really heavy emotional roles. So I was pretty much, you know, pulled towards that kind of thing when I was I was young already. So, and of course I didn't have the faintest clue what I was doing technique wise at that stage. Um, <laughs> I was just you're like, well, I'll just, I'll just work it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
you know, I run a lot on instinct. Um, I haven't had any formal training other than a couple speech and drama classes in high school. Um, so a lot of my work is very instinctual. Um, and I tap into the emotions of the character, and that is how I pretty much work. You know, I, I'm not trained. I just, I'm an instinctual performer. And, yeah, yeah. That's, that's me. <laughs> Fast forward uh, to 2005. I moved out to Los Angeles in January 2005. And, by the way, this is the first time I am back in South Africa. So oh, wow. This is yeah, it's an amazing, wonderful experience for me, which I'm absolutely loving. And I'm going to be about 10 pounds uh, fatter when I come back because I'm pretty much eating everything in sight. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, 2005, I hit Los Angeles. Um, I sit idle for about one month, and then I'm like, no, I will go insane if I don't do film or stage. Oh, right. if I don't do stage, but- so I got involved with um, the West Valley Playhouse Theater Group. Okay. Um, I stage managed for them. I did shows for them. And then there was this one show that I was stage managing. It's called um, A Flea in Her Ear. It's a uh, mm-hmm. French farce. And okay. I was happily stage managing, la, 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 la. And then our second lead, the lady who plays our second lead, um, told our director that no, She's booked a commercial shoot for the next day, and she's in Los Angeles to do films, so she's going to do her commercial shoot, and good luck to the play that now suddenly doesn't have a second lead. Um, Oh, wow. So the director looked at me, and he was like, you know the show. You're up tomorrow night, and by the way, you're going to be off book and know every line, um, including the Spanish lines, which I know nothing about Spanish. Um, (laughs) So I took the day off work, I learned all the lines, including the Spanish lines. I had to learn them phonetically because I do not speak Spanish. Um, And I went up that night with the show. Sure, I paraphrased some lines, but otherwise everything was was perfect almost. I came off stage and I started apologizing to the leading lady because I messed up on one line. But (laughs) I, yeah, I said it completely backwards or something. Um, but how this moves into film is that the guy who was playing my husband in the show was a film producer and director, and he was like, oh, my God, I'm so impressed by what you just did. I'm offering you a role in the film we're shooting in a couple of months' time. Oh, wow. And that became Sam mm. Hell, the horror feature Sam Hell, which is currently up on YouTube in its entirety. Um, our producers posted it there, and y'all should watch that because it's a really, really good film. And that became my first film role, and from there I was like, ooh, film, you know? I sort of kind of like film. When I was a kid in yeah. South Africa, I used to watch Jodie Foster and Jane Fonda, Sigourney Weaver, Kathy Turner on the big screen and say, you know what? If I was there, I could do that too. And I told myself it was now time to put my money where my mouth was and prove to myself that, yes, I could do, I could be successful by doing what they did. So I just jumped into film with my eyes shut, literally. And I was like, okay, I'm submitting for everything I can find, auditioning for everything I can find, accepting every role that I can just to get experience and a resume and to build 
this almost new career path that I was embarking on. And now we are, where are we, 2018, 12 years later, um, because I started in film in 2006. Yeah. Um, 12 years later, and I don't usually like to say this, but I am the South African actress with the highest number of principal IMDb credits. Oh, wow. And yes, yes, I am. Um, And... I'm not stopping. I, I'm just going after it with everything that I have in any way that I can just to, exactly. to work consistently and do what I need to do. Because with me, acting is not a choice. Um, it is what I do. It is what I am. Um, I had to take a year off for 2016 um, due to various issues. And I was the most miserable person on the planet because I couldn't <laughs> express what is the core of my being, which is which is acting for some reason, being yeah. creative in that way. And yeah. I'm so glad, I was so glad when that period came to an end in 2017, I was just like, all right, I'm back. Ah, I'm doing all of this again. <laughs> and it took a while to get um, momentum up again, but I think I've I'm sort of kind of got my momentum back because I'm bouncing from one part to another and it's, an absolutely fantastic, amazing ride, and I'm just so blessed to be able to do what I do and be where I am. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah that's amazing. That's such an amazing story. And like you said, you're you're one of the only women right now in South Africa that's doing as much as you are. And that's such a beautiful yeah. story in itself. And I feel like anyone listening, if I don't pick this up and write it, there's a story right there. <laughs> oh, did I mention so... when I came to Los Angeles? Uh, when I came to Los Angeles, I brought my 21 cats with me. So if anyone wants to write that story too, please don't forget the cats. Oh my gosh! Yes, I love it. I recently just got a cat myself, so there you go. Aww, oh, get another one. He told me, I'm sure. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah. Anyone listening, if um, if me and Jonathan don't write this story first, um, it sounds like there's an amazing story here for you, Maria, and, and, and for you to be a part of it. I feel like you should write your own story, almost like a memoir to yourself. And this story is, is phenomenal, and the things you're going through and what you've gone through and the productions you're working with and on, on that being said, since you are working on so much, how is it? How is everyone that you work with? Is it good experiences? Have you had to struggle much as far as um, dealing with certain people, or has it been pretty good ride for you? It's actually been really good for me. Um, I can't really think of someone that I would that I have worked with that I would not want to work with again. And in yeah. fact, I get a lot of work. I get a lot of repeat work. As in, we loved working with you on this film. Please come back and do our next film with us. I get that so often. In fact, I'm going to be shooting with uh, Robert Conway um, in January in Arizona, and that will be my third film with Robert. So, Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like we move, um, all of us, like Jamie and myself as well, we move from film family to film family, literally now all around the world. And Yeah. It's just amazing how people can bond over a project within such a short space of time and you end up making friends that with the help of social media you can now keep in touch with 
instantly, no matter where you are in the world, you know, and you just yeah. make these deep friendships in such a short amount of time. And it's, it's really magical how that happens. You know, I oh, was really just in is. Ohio shooting with Josh Manning on Beast of Our Fathers. And, oh, my word, were the people there amazing. So hospitable. I mean, again, I put on pounds just eating the amazing food they made for us. So talented, so dedicated. You know, out in the woods, in the rain, shooting our scenes. And everyone's cheerful and everyone's, yes, let's do this. You know, it's just amazing how many different people you meet and get to work with. And whenever I go to another place, and I do often, I just am overwhelmed by how lucky I am to be able to do this. Like mind-blowing sometimes how lucky we are. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, and it's it's really fascinating, and I agree with you 100% on that. It's really great to see how, especially, you know, knock on, I'm going to knock on wood, and I do, you know, Jonathan's heard me say this so many times, I knock on wood every time I say this. I, I have been very lucky myself with the people I've worked with, and specifically in the um, thriller, horror genre, the people that I work with are very they're just so amazing. They're beautiful people, and everyone is out to help everybody, and it's just such a good family vibe. And so all the films I've worked on thus far, again, knock on wood, have been absolutely stunning, and everyone has always wanted to do more with each other. And because of that, more things are constantly happening, and we're all it's, – it's such a small world. And, of course, I've heard about you in the scene, and it's just – you know, it's phenomenal how many people really, you know, um, put people up on a pedestal in this world and and uh, help each other out. And it's very rare to find that. And it's so good to hear that, you know, all the projects that you're working on, you yourself have been working with some great people. And uh, it just gives everyone out there hope because you always hear about those, you know, the horror stories of uh, mm. projects and people and and the more that you and people like you and I go out there and go, no, you know, it, as long as you have a positive vibe and a positive energy, you bring those people to you, you know, it's, it's kind right. of like the, yeah. the attraction, you know, you all attract each other and that's how I connected with Jonathan, you know, it's like we're all very positive people, we want to kind of just, you know, connect with everyone and help everyone and make sure everyone has a an awesome time because we don't know what, what goes on after this life that we're on. So why? That's true. Yeah. Like why deal with stress? We don't have to. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, this is one of those things. Um, but yeah, so I, on that being said, um, you were saying that with all these projects going on, when you first started, you didn't have that much technique and things like that, but you kind of learned as you went. Did you, through your process of working on a bunch of projects, did you have some, did you grow some sort of like way of how you kind of worked out your character or did you, know, did you do some studying of what you wanted to do? Like how, like uh, for your characters now, for example, what do you like to do to prepare for that? Okay. Um, my process is once I've booked something, 
Um, mm-hmm. I will do the purely practical, unemotional job of learning the lines first. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I have a very specific process with that, too. Um, I will sit on my bed or whatever with the script in front of me and my knitting in my hands, and I will knit while I memorize the lines. And I memorize by repeating, repeating, repeating what I'm about to do. And then once I've done, say, an hour a day of that, I will go swimming. That's what I do to keep myself um, um, sort of kind of fit. Um, But while I'm swimming my laps, I will be repeating my lines that I've just learned in my head so that I solidify them in my head. Once I've done that and I have all the lines down for all the scenes in the film, then I will go through the script again and start thinking about the character's emotional journey within that story. Um, it's, It's a very strange thing, but I have sort of found that most, if not all, of my characters come from a foundation of love. They will do what they do because of love. I'm not saying Mm. that it's all like flowers and unicorns, as in love of good things. Um, Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's love of self or love of ambition or love of something, but it always comes from a base of love. Yes, I will be this mother who um, is a serial kidnapper of girls because Mm -hmm. I want my son to have a wife. But that comes from love for my son, trophy heads. And I'm also yeah, talking about can. a film I will shoot next year. That's something else, too. Um, <laughs> but, again, I do horrible things. But what I do comes from some kind of love. And that's an interesting thing to, to wrap your head around. Also, an example of that is um, a very good example of that will be I Spit in Your Grave Deja Vu when it comes out. Um, I do horrendous things there. Um, that will probably have far-reaching ripples in the horror community. Um, (laughs) But it's very, very obvious that what I do comes from a place of love, no matter how horrible and grotesque the way is that I've chosen to express it. Um, Yeah. yeah. So that's That's easy. Not easy, but that's interesting. Um, So I go through the script, and I just track a character's emotional journey so that you know, we, we shoot everything out of order unless you're a very rare film that shoots in order. Um, so you have to have an, uh, an understanding or grasp of your character's emotional position in every scene so that you can play it out of order and still keep a, an emotional arc throughout the story that makes sense. Exactly. You know? um, exactly. An example of, yeah. No, I was just going to say, I feel like in that sense, it's it's harder than theater in that way. Yes, theater, you have to memorize, you have to do all this stuff, but because you're constantly shooting out of order in film, it's exactly what you said. It's you always have to know, where was I before this? Where am I going to be after this? Where am I now? You have to think about that all the time, constantly. And a lot of people don't realize that. You know, I, I sit down with my 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 mom or my boyfriend or whatever, and I'm explaining to them, yeah, like, you know, I wonder if, you know, like the scene that we're watching right now, if they did that during this time or that time, and they're like, huh? And I'm like, sometimes the very last scene of the movie is the first thing they do. Sometimes. 
Mm-hmm. But it has, you yeah. know, it depends yeah. on money and location and this, that, and the other. And, uh-huh. and uh, you know, and, and they they sit there and they're like, what, really? What? I didn't know that. I'm like, yeah, no, we always shoot out of order. Yeah, it's very exactly. rare that you shoot in order, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, it's crazy. Yeah. It is crazy. And go on, go on with what you're saying. It's It's insane. Um, an example of that was the film I did with Cody Knott and Emily Lapisardi, um, Gore Orphanage. The overall story um, shows my character slowly, slowly working towards this, like, complete nervous breakdown. Um, and eventually she actually dies. Um, but that that was a an emotional process, an emotional um, journey from a definite point A to a definite point Z. And I had to be very careful of where I was, depending on what scene we shot that specific day, so that I could get the emotional tone right, so that it fit into her overall emotional journey. Um, You know, I remember actually making huge notes and diagrams and all kinds of things when I was prepping for that film. Um, But it was a joy to do. I love emotional work. Um, I love delving into why people do things and finding reasons for why the character would think what they do is right. I, that sort of thing really, um, it's just what I do. It's the type of complexity that I enjoy. And um, yeah. on the other hand, I also enjoy um, slapstick horror comedy. I, in fact, I love that, um, especially if I don't have any lines. <laughs> so it's, it's really a... Um, both sides of the spectrum, you know, um, from one extreme to the other thing with with me. You know, what I, I don't really, um, I'm not really comfortable with things like romantic comedy or anything where I have to play a normal mom or whatever. Um, the more normal and mainstream the character is, the less I can actually identify with it. And so... The what am I saying? I'm not so. <laughs> my mind wants to go. So the less good I will be, so the better I will be. Um, yeah, I can totally suck if I cannot. If I cannot connect to the character's emotional journey, I suck, and I, I'll be the first one to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and I, I'm 100% there. It's one of those things where, yeah, it, I there's a lot of people that I've seen on set kind of just like fly by night can kind of just like wing it and I'm sitting there going okay where was I before this where was I I'm asking myself a million Mm. questions all the time and I have to be able to connect not only before I say yes to a project I have to connect to it I have to understand that I have to know what's going to happen and be like okay I can do this um but uh secondly I had when I'm on set I'm constantly, and the sooner I'm done with the scene, I run back and I'm I'm there and I'm understanding where I'm going to be next. And it's getting prepared mm-hmm. for that next thing, constantly being aware of it. And so many people I've seen, good for them, shout out to a few people that I know that can just kind of fly by night. They like, I'll wing it and they get it and they nail it. And I'm like, I kind of have to sit back for a minute and, and be in the moment for a second and then continue mm-hmm. on and, um, and, uh, but that's kind of always been my process and everybody's different, you know, everybody's different. Oh, and that's course. what's great yeah. about the show. Yeah. And like yeah. the show is, I, one thing is, it does talk about that is 
everybody does an amazing job, but their techniques are completely different and, or oh, yeah. very similar at the same time. Who knows? But um, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, cool, that person, you know, doesn't even memorize their lines at all, but they're nailing it. They're killing the game. And it's crazy, and it makes me jelly. But at the same time, I'm like, <laughs> that's, not my, that's not my cup of tea. You know, like, that's not how I roll. Right. But yeah. everybody is different, and everybody nails it, and good, and good on them because that's our job. At the end of the day, our job is to make sure that the people that are writers and directors are happy with it. And, exactly. you know, if, if it's less is more for some people or more is more for some people, if it gets the job done, more power to you. So shout out everyone yeah. listening. You know, it'll, you know, just like you're saying, you you kind of you've got to have your you find you. You know, don't stress yourself out so much when you're preparing for a role. If you just need to kind of just talk to the side and look back at it, great. Or if you need to uh, really understand it, great. But don't don't um, overthink that there's certain rules. And you have to be a certain way to be an actor. It's you. At the end of the day, it's how you are feeling towards that character and what you need to do exactly. to dive into that. Yeah. Yes. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I, have, yeah I have that's found why I'm so happy well. to hear. Well, go ahead. <laughs> um, <laughs> I use, especially when I'm playing incredibly emotional roles that requires, like, um, starting to cry at a specific point or something like that. Um, yeah. I will use music as an emotional trigger. Um, I will connect a specific song to a specific character or a specific happening. And while I'm actually performing the scene, at the moment I'm supposed to cry, I will start playing that song in my head, and it just triggers my emotions. Um, oh, yeah, that's, that's great. something, yeah. I have, like... Um, I've I've worked out that that is the technique that works for me for these huge emotional scenes that I play. And in the beginning, I actually didn't know how to do it. And I used to do it sometimes by accident, but not know how to repeat it. Right. And, but just over the years, I'm like, oh, okay. So if I do that with that song at that time, I will become sad enough about the situation to cry. Okay. That's how I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, because the, 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 the first film, I had a really quiet. I cried when I learned my lines. I cried whenever I thought about the situation. I cried just, like, thinking about what the family or what I, my character had gone through. However, when we hit set, we sat in holding for seven hours while we were waiting to go on set for our scene. Guy who was playing my son was, I don't know, ADD or high-spirited or enthusiastic or something, but he was running around um, like a headless chicken, which didn't help the rest of us to become calm. And when I finally got on set, I was just overwhelmed with everything else that was happening, but I couldn't cry. I couldn't find the emotional stillness within myself to reach where I wanted to go. And the director was like, no, it's fine. You're doing really good. You're amazing, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, this isn't what I wanted to do. Therefore, I suck. Um, And I sort of vowed to myself that I will never get myself in that situation again. And I just need to clean my own house to find my way 
to get to the yeah. emotional situation I need to be in. Yeah. So that was a huge wake-up call for me, you know, huge. Yeah. Again, it was my second film, so like, hey, I was a baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and like you're saying, it's it's very much trial and error. You know, it's very much like, yeah. okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna dive into this and we'll see what happens today. You know, it's like, yeah. and it and it and it worked and it worked for you and you're feeling it and and you found your way now. You found your path and and look at you, you're killing the game. Like I said, and I shot everyone out there listening. I'm not gonna say this enough. Like, just check her out. Go to her IMDb, Maria Olson, O L S E N. And if you haven't heard of her before, and I'm sure people listening, you have because your followers of her and your fans of her. Her stuff is phenomenal, and she just you you're beautiful inside and out, and you have this amazing look. Aww. And and I just love I love watching your work, and 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 uh, I am very someone where like I dive in wholeheartedly into my work, and and I I love it when I can watch actors that do the same and you're one of those and you just dive in you give it your all and I can tell and I can feel it and it, it's very refreshing and I just want to say thank you for that and because of that you're a, I'm a, your fan 100% your fan and will always be your fan oh. and uh, and yeah, it's just it's amazing, and um, I just want to switch to Jonathan real quick because you just well, I, I just want to I just wanted to say real quick, we do have a caller. I'm not sure who they are. If they're oh, yeah. just trying to listen in, or if they are somebody who wants to reach out to uh, Maria. But um, okay. well, let me them bring on. them on real quick. Uh, hello, hello, caller. You should be on. Hello. hello. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Maria's from quite a while ago, and she is fantastic. And Yay! I just wanted to say I don't want to I don't want to interrupt your uh, great conversation, but uh, but uh, the the energy and the promotion that Maria does for the films that she's in, and for the uh, the the presentations that she does, I, I was watching uh, the Remains, which is a pretty good movie. Uh, and yeah. I saw it about three weeks ago, and immediately from the get-go, watching Marie on screen as Mrs. Addison, as Madame Addison, was uh, riveting. Uh, she captured that film for me. I watched it all the way through, and I wanted to just say that you know I appreciate her in a way in watching her career and what she does uh, in horror films uh, and the kind of films that that a lot of us appreciate. Um, She has created a place for herself, obviously, as one of the greats in in contemporary horror films. And I would actually like to to kind of compare her, if I I may, to some of the greats uh, such as Vincent Price, Peter Cushing, uh, and and some of the people that, that I really admire in film. Uh, I have have, uh, always been impressed by the the total commitment that she brings to the roles that, that, um, that I see her in. And uh, that over and again, every time that I see her popping up on screen, whether it's on cable TV, whether it's in a film, a short film, or in a more significant uh, Hollywood uh, large scale film, you know, right there is uh, it's Maria, and uh, um, I just want to, to to spread my appreciation for her. 
Um, I, I, I'm glad. I'm glad to know that we have women who are um, becoming some of the more prevalent and prominent people in uh, horror films today. Oh, oh, that's so sweet wow. of you. Wait, wait, we didn't get your name. I don't think. What's your name? Oh, uh, my name is my name is Jeffrey Jack. Um, Jeffrey yeah, I, Jack. I'm a friend with. with I'm a friend with uh, Maria on Facebook, uh, and uh, I, I believe, uh, you know, I've watched her career for quite a while, but I really appreciate what she does. Yay! Well, thank wow. you so much, Jeffrey. Thank you for calling in. And it, it's, uh, I mean, I'll leave Maria to it. Maria, go ahead. Talk, talk to Jeffrey. He's your fan. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Jeffrey. I'm pretty speechless after what you said there. Um, it's, I, it's really wow. true. Vincent Price, wow, wow. Oh. Okay. Yay, okay. Jeffrey. <laughs> Thank it's you. Okay. I can do what I do, you know. I, I can take joy from performing, from acting, and I think that's one of the things that comes across in my performances. Um, it's just what I'm meant to be doing, and I'm so blessed to be able to do it. Um, and thank you. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for all that you said. I I, I never know well, how to well, deal with compliments like that. No, well, no, wow. not not to embarrass you in a, in any way, but but it's, no, it's, it's sort of a standard. Worry. You know, it's a complete standard in the in when you go back to the old horror uh, horror films by Hammer, uh, the British Hammer films, um, the old Universal films too. Many of the women in uh, some of those films kind of took uh, backseat in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. but they rose to yeah. the surface. And you know, and a lot of the characterizations in those films were, uh, you know, the reason that the films were successful was because there were uh, great women in those films that buoyed up their performances. You know, I'm thinking of uh, films like Brides of Dracula. You know, and uh, even in in the early Frankenstein films, you know, the characterizations and the Wolfman. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm missing the name of a lady who played the gypsy queen in that in that film. But again, without her presence in that film, it would have been uh, a lot less. You know, and and yeah. those those sorts of things that what we see today in films too, um, the amount of special effects that gloss over individual uh, performances. Uh, sometimes uh, diminishes uh, everybody's performance, and when when you have a smaller, maybe a, a more independent film, you can actually see a lot more of what people are putting on the screen instead of uh, we know what's lost in the uh, in the gloss that goes over on top of that. So you shine above that, Maria, and I really appreciate uh, you know the you know that kind of. Um, commitment to what you do. Yay! Yay. <laughs> well, I think a lot of people, and I think a lot of people do. Yeah, and I want to say to to that, Jeffrey, and I want to uh, thank you for that because, uh, one, thank you for calling in. It's always nice to have callers on, um, especially calling in to celebrate somebody that you absolutely love in their performance. And I want to say thank you for celebrating and honoring um, the independent horror genre and contemporary horror genre because I feel like, um, you know, we could have more amazing followers. And it's so nice to hear that you are one of them and you follow Maria's work. And um, it sounds like you really know your stuff. 
because you obviously think she's amazing. So you're a genius and you're smart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, thank you for calling in and being so sweet. Do you specifically have any questions for Maria now that you've called in and you get to talk to her? Do you have any, like, special no, questions no. or anything? No, I'm just grateful uh, you know, watch her career and, and uh, you know, continue to support the films that, that need a little bit extra boost. And a lot of independent films need that. So I would suggest to anybody out there, uh, you know, if you want to spend a little bit of time uh, exploring smaller independent films, do that. Um, you're going to get more bang for your buck. You're going to see more interesting people uh, working at their top, at the top of their game, and uh, you know, and support support independent films. That's that's what I that's what I think. Well, thank you for that, Jeffrey. That's so nice of you. Um, and you know, if you if you haven't been following our podcast, go ahead and follow our podcast. And you, you're more than welcome to follow me and Jonathan on Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff. Like, I, I love having people like you as fans. And um, yeah, thank you for just being a person to shout out um, with, about this work and Maria's work and. It's phenomenal. And, um, Maria, do you have anything you want to say, words you want to say to Jeffrey before we say goodbye to him? Just thank you so much again. And I'm sitting here thinking, ooh, I would love some time to discuss horror movies with Jeffrey because horror movies are my thing. And I love the old camera stuff. And I want to talk Ingo Pitt and Barbara Steele. And... (laughs) Thank you so much. Keep up the good work. We have we have a mutual friend. Uh, my daughter is Emily, and she's a makeup artist in the Burbank area. So so uh, I'm just passing that on to you. So um, have a great evening, and I'll talk to you again someday. Thank you so much, Jeffrey, and keep listening in. And thank you for calling. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye bye. 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 That, that was, was so awesome. great. Oh, I love it. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. You just never know when you're going to get a call or what exactly. Um, This, like, reminded me, like, the first time I ever had, like, a real call-in show was, like, a bunch of years ago for my uh, independent corner. And I had, um, we had this, uh, like, contest thing. Like, the first five callers got uh, a T-shirt. Um you know, of this actress uh, from, you know, Degrassi, who's on my show. And the people that called in were, you know, huge fans, of course. And, I mean, just everybody was just so sweet. And, you know what I mean? Like, it was such a nice, like, thing to have, you know? Like, people going around saying just compliments and everything. And that guy was so awesome. So, Um, and you definitely deserve all the compliments, compliments, uh, Maria. Yeah, wow. yeah. I know, Maria. That must make you feel really. That that probably just made your day. <laughs> oh my gosh, more like made my year. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, that was lovely. Yeah, because yeah, he was so sweet. And like Jonathan said, you never know what you're gonna get. And it's one of those things. Like he was a, a genuine follower of you and your work, and he honestly loves you and. He, he, the sweetest guy, and I'm going to say, Jeffrey, if you're still listening, shout out to you. I yes. hope you follow us forever, and you can call in and follow Maria forever. 
we need more people like you in this life right now and that positive energy that was just brilliant i love it oh that was brilliant that was so sweet i love it <laughs> i can't i can't i'm done talking i'm done <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man but yeah jonathan do you have any last um questions for Maria before we say goodbye and she says her final words? Um, well, I just, I, I, I do want to talk a little bit, because um, we you brought it up briefly about, um, I guess, uh, you know, about Trophy Heads. Uh, Trophy Heads was the first, uh, I, I don't, I guess it's a film, you know, I saw it as a film, not as a series uh, that they do for Full Moon, but, um, it was the first uh, full moon movie I've seen of yours, and you've done a few others. Um, what is it like working on a full moon set as opposed to, like, other independent film sets that you're on? Full moon is, I think, even more of a family than any other um, independent production movie because once you're part of the full moon family, you will be coming back. Um, mm-hmm. I love Charlie. Charles Sand, um, he's adorable. Oh, my goodness. Such a gentleman, so <laughs> kind, so nice, so helpful. I love Charlie. I love Robin. I love everyone there. Um, and I wish I could do more films. Yes, Charlie, that is a hint. Ha, ha, ha. I just, Trophy Hits was my first film for full, full Moon. And I was just struck by how funny and how intelligent that script was. Um not to be biased, I think it was a cut above some other Full Moon films um, because of its intelligence. Let's put it that way. Full Moon is usually about emotions and experiences and sensory perception sort of thing, as in, oh, this is beautiful, this fun, this is awesome. It's not usually more cerebral, cerebral, but Trophy Heads was. You had real characters there with real issues, um, like, why did I choose to help uh, Max? You know, obviously yeah. what he was doing is wrong, but why did I help him? Why did I choose to help him? My motivations were complex and complicated. And complex and complicated are usually not words you use for film mood films. But <laughs> anyway, it's a brand. It's a lovely <laughs> brand. I love it. And oh, my gosh. <laughs> I... My favorite memory of Charlie is we were shooting out at a ranch at night. This is when we killed, um, I think it was Dorothy DeMoss, when we, um, yeah, um, kidnapped Dorothy. And it was up a hill somewhere in the middle of the night, and Charlie looked at me and he was like, can I escort you down the hill? And he took my arm and we walked back down the hill and had such a wonderful conversation so that forever is my picture of Charles Band in my head, and I just love him for that. <laughs> He's, yeah, I love it. I've met um, I met Charles uh, this year at uh, Texas Frightmare uh, weekend. Yeah. Um, didn't really get to chat with him much. Chatted more with um, Robin uh, Sydney. Um, me and her uh, have known each other, and she's been on my podcast before. And, uh, she's super sweet. Um, uh, yes. She actually kind of like you stole the show and trophies for the whole movie, right? But she had like a great <laughs> scene in herself. So I I absolutely adored her in that movie. But um, I just I, I I enjoyed that movie so much. Uh, there's just so um, 
it was probably I think it was also one of the first full moon movies I got on Blu-ray uh, when I got the um, you know I I think I bought the uh, what is it the uh, full moon streaming which I still have but um, yeah you know I got like a bunch of Blu-rays for uh, free for for getting it or whatever at the time so I bought the trophy heads was one of them because I I, I wanted it to, to see it. And I and I love it. It's just great. Uh, people should should check it out. It's it's pretty funny about a uh, uh, as it was said a uh, mother and a son who who kidnap these uh, indie horror um, starlets, scream queens who um, you know they trap them down there and uh, and they basically make them die or so. You know, not not spoiling anything, but I guess I did a little bit. People die in that movie. I mean, it's called trophy heads. You have to knock off the head, you know. Oh, that's fabulous. That's, that's a fun it. one. Uh, Laura, that sounds like one it. where really you just good. need like it's, a, yeah, I, it sounds like something I would enjoy. It sounds like I that would be my glass of red wine, sit on the couch and just <laughs> Watch, watch that. It's, you know, it's you know when there's like a red wine film versus like, oh, I'm just gonna have breakfast. No, this is a red wine film. This is worth it, worth mm-hmm. watching. Mm-hmm. Sit down with my glass of red wine and my black kitty, my black kitten that I recently adopted. Aww. A week ago. <laughs> Aww. I know, and it's <laughs> made because. <laughs> well, obviously, because I'm a horror actress slash like fan. I named him Salem. He's a black cat. They uh, named him oh. Salem from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Of from course Sabrina. I did. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I just saw the entire new series of Sabrina, The Chilling New Adventures, by the way, about a week back, oh. and I loved it, just by the way. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to shout out to that, too, because I binged that thing on, like, a Saturday mm-hmm. night and Sunday night, and I... Fell in love with it. It was fabulous. It definitely, I agree with you 100. percent The acting was wonderful. Oh, so good, Jonathan. You need to watch it because the acting is phenomenal, especially the two the the women that play the two aunts, preferably the woman that plays Hilda, is phenomenal. I I didn't know who she was before the show. And I now I want to watch everything that she's in. I I am DB her, and I was like, oh my god, I need to watch everything now. I'm like trying to follow all her stuff now. I'm like, this woman is phenomenal. Um, but yeah, no, the the acting is insanely good. The girl that plays Sabrina, she's great. I I would honestly say though, she's not the strongest one for me. That I I'd say the the older actors on that show are killing the game. Like the one that plays the teacher. Sabrina's teacher. Oh my, I don't yes. want to. Oh, she kills it. She's phenomenal. Um, and it's one of those shows where you think it would be filled with a lot of young actors, and they hired a good amount of older actors. Where you're just like, this is amazing. This is this. I, I'm sure older actors are looking at this, going, yes, please, because you can tell they're they're in it. They know what they're doing. They're they're getting dirty with their seat with their with their lines and they're diving in and they're really becoming the character and you could feel it. You could really feel it. Um, so Jonathan, yeah, I suggest you watch that show because it's phenomenal. Um, but before we go, I have a question. I have a thing I always do Maria at the end of every all about acting. 
and it's basically you first, you know, uh, you you open up and you tell the audience, you tell us, if you were to see your younger self, what would you, and your younger self went up to you and they're like, Maria, what do I do with my life? What advice do you give me? And basically, what would you tell yourself? Your little self came up to you and said that. And um, and then follow that with um, all the things that we can see currently online and things that are going to come out soon that you want to promote. And then followed by your social media and where we could follow you. And if you forget and you lose your mind, I will remind you. <laughs> what to say. (laughs) (laughs) So first, just start out with what will you tell your younger self? (laughs) I would tell my younger self not to get so upset about some things and just to realize that nothing stays constant and things change. And if you're going through a bad patch right now, it will change and it will get better. You just need to not do anything stupid or rash, and just, like, stay in there and work through it. That's Mm -hmm. what I would tell my younger self. Yes. Love it. I love it. And where can we find your current work? Where is it? Where is it located? Um, Where can we go for it? um, Tons of my my films are up on Amazon. Um, A whole bunch are up on Netflix. Um, my latest release is Krampus Origins, which came to um, DVD and also every, pretty much every VOD platform on November 6th. Um, we've got some pretty good reviews, and I'm thrilled to be a part of Robert Conway's film. Um, so take a look at Krampus Origins in time for Christmas. <laughs> um, <laughs> and my next film to come out is the one I did with Rebecca McKendry directing, who's Oh, my God, she's so amazing. She's like God's gift to horror. Um, it comes out on December 4th, and it's going to be a Shudder exclusive. Um, it's Ooh, a horror oh anthology. Wow. Yeah, and I play a very interesting um, character cameo. Um, yes, I haven't seen it yet because I, I don't believe that it has um, screened in Los Angeles, but it's screened elsewhere. I see my one picture of myself, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, look at that. I look extreme. (laughs) (laughs) So so that was out on December 4th, yes. And um, word on the grapevine is that um, I Spit on Your Grave will be coming out early next year. I do not have any more information than that. Um, But I've heard that it's going to be absolutely amazing. So cannot wait for developments on that one. Yes. Yay. So excited. Yay. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, first, before I say goodbye to you, I just want to say thank you. I, I've i always wanted to chat with you and get to know you. Uh-huh. And um, from all the amazingness that I've heard about you in uh, the horror industry, um, I have been dying to get to know you. And I will say, after talking with you today, you're by far one of the sweetest people I've ever met. And I, I, I am going to just shout out to you everywhere I go now. And we're like, where's Maria? She's amazing. <laughs> and I'm going to tell everyone mm. that they need to hire you because you're phenomenal. You're just the sweetest, amazing woman. 
And everyone out there, if you haven't seen her work, please do so. Support her, follow her. She's about to give you all her social media handles, and you need to follow her now because she's phenomenal. And I'm so glad I had the opportunity to get to know you tonight. It is a pleasure, and you've made my evening event. It just makes Mm -hmm. me so happy to meet another amazing actress that is so beautiful on the inside and the outside. And, uh, it, it, you know, it just, it, it makes me smile because, you, you know, when you get down and out and you're like, oh, where are all these amazing people? And then I talk to people like you, and I'm like, there they are. They're always there. You guys are always there. You always will be there. And I can't wait to one day work with you. Um, I'm putting yeah. that in the atmosphere. And, uh, yeah, so before you go, where can we find you? Where can people find you, Instagram handles, all that stuff? Alrighty, um, I'm on Facebook. I have my Maria Olson fan page. Um, I have my The Monster Shares Auditions um, audition group where I share casting notices um, that I find randomly on Facebook because I'm of the opinion that actors should help other actors try and get work. Um, yeah. You can find me on Twitter, which is at Maria Olson 66. Um, and you can find me on Instagram, also at Maria Olson 66. I post stuff on Instagram that you don't find on my other platforms um, because I really don't like seeing the same posts across every platform known to man. Um, so exclusives you'll find on my Instagram. Um, on location pictures, the beautiful places I get to visit, you'll find on my Instagram. Um, and I try and pretty much make it a rule. If anybody reaches out to me, comment or message or anything, I will try my damnedest to get back to you. Sometimes (laughs) it'll take a while, but I will get back to you. (laughs) I love it. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Maria. And just a shout-out, you're more than welcome uh, to come on the show again. I would love to have you on the show again, especially after you're done filming your next project and to talk about that process if you're interested. And um, because me and Jonathan would love to have you back on in the future. And um, I just want to say I hope you have a happy holidays, happy Thanksgiving, Thank Merry you. Christmas, all those things. And um, I hope you have an amazing time in South Africa and fly safe. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I'm actually, we're, we're all actually going to miss um, Thanksgiving because it ain't happening in South Africa. <laughs> oh, no. <Aww. laughs> yeah, no oh, well. for us. <laughs> Well, we're sending you all the amazing vibes, and um, I, I, for me personally, I will send you all the Thanksgiving vibes from California, from Los Angeles, and and I'm Thank sure you. you'll probably celebrate when you get back with all your amazing friends. Oh, absolutely, um, yes. <laughs> oh, uh, Jonathan, do you have any? Um, oh yeah, go ahead, Maria. I just remembered. Um, you can also find my work on ScareTissue.com. Um, I review films for Scare Tissue. I'm a, one of their contributing writers. So, oh, yeah, nice. whenever I get a moment, I write for Scare Tissue, too. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's amazing. That's oh, I love it. Oh, perfect. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Well, we'll definitely have to have you back on so you can talk about that stuff because that's phenomenal. Oh, sure. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I love yeah, horror all movies. The, all those things. All the above. Oh, yeah. But uh, for oh. sure. Jonathan, do you have anything, any last words for Maria? Uh, no, but th- just thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciated this. This was awesome. Yeah. Um, we, 
uh, you know, I've been wanting to uh, chat with you. And, I mean, we've talked online before about things. And um, I, I knew about 2016, you taking the break and everything. So, you know, I'm very glad you're back, um, you know, uh, and, and working, working hard. Yeah. So just keep yeah. doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Kicking ass kicking ass and killing it and I love it and like Jonathan said so glad you're back and sometimes as actors we need those times for ourselves to refresh our energy as artists and um yeah it seems like it seems like you're back and you're ready and you're you're raring to go and it's beautiful and it's a beautiful process and thank you for uh letting us into your life for a moment for this hour and um, letting us understand that process that you go through and what you went through in your life. It's beautiful, and uh, someone should write it. Shout out. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, you thank you welcome. again. And yeah. Yes. Thank no, you so much for having me. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. This was so cool yeah. and unexpected. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> And have a happy Friday and uh, be a Jonathan. Um, to all our fans out there, um, have a great Thursday evening and a, and a happy weekend. And hopefully we'll be talking to you next week during Thanksgiving. Um, I'll have to talk to Jonathan about that episode. Um, so shout out to everyone oh, wow, out there. Oh, wow, that's right. That's, yeah. that is, next yeah. week is Thanksgiving, <laughs> so I'm not sure yeah. what we're what we got planned. Um, I I know personally, um, uh, we're not having Thanksgiving at my house, and I'm still working. So you know this this year, uh, not right now because we're postponing it. There's just a lot of stuff going on, but they're you know with family, yeah. so we're postponing it. But um, you know, I guess we'll see well, if we'll be doing a show or not. Um, yeah. And uh, what's going on? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Well, thank you again, and shout out to all our fans uh, that are listening in. Thank you again. Thank you, Maria. And everyone, have an amazing evening. Thank you. Uh, You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Thank you, everyone. Goodbye. Okay.